Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. This is Ash speaking. It is officially ladies night. Tim is going to be out until, um, not October, August. Um, so I have with me this evening the lovely Kiara. Hey everyone. And back from the dead, Miss Shannon. Florida didn't meet me yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet, but we are so glad to have Shannon back because you've missed so much. So much stuff has happened since you've last been with us. So let's just get to it. Um, well, let's get to something that you don't really care about that much. But it is so awesome, and it gave me life this week. And everyone is talking about it. Wonder Girls! We're back! Woo! Oh, my gosh. So I was... I was, I was sick this week, and I was laying on my bed, I was like on my deathbed, and I just had no energy, and then I'm on the internet, and then I see when the girls teaser send me play in bass, and then the subsequent teasers from the rest of the, um, the other three girls gave me life. It scalped me bald. It slayed me. I, I'm ready for this band project. I, first of all, regardless of how this, of how this whole thing turns out, whatever song they get, whatever, I have so much respect for all of them for learning how to play these instruments, play them proficiently, and, you know, to do something new. I mean, I you know, people give Wonder Girls a lot of crap, and they're always talking about how, oh, that was the group, they would be so much bigger than they are now. But you know what? I don't think they even give a crap about that. They are able to come back as a freaking band. How many girl groups can you, you know, can say can do that? AOA, I can freaking assure you that if this goes very, very well for Wonder Girls, we're going to see AOA Black back very, very soon. Um... Because that's, that's just how it is. You know, Wonder Girls sets trends. They are trends. And, you know, some people were kind of sad when Sonia and Sohi said that they were withdrawing. But, to be fair, no one was shocked. And, I mean, that's, it's clear thing why. I mean, first of all, I don't think either of them would suit the band concept. Sonia, unless she was, like, a front woman or something. Um, but, they're obviously, they they're both in different places in their lives right now. But the important thing is that, like, they're all in support of one another. And there's no discord. And I think that says a lot about JYP as well. He gives JYP a lot of crap because he does a lot of suspect things. But one thing I will say is that it seems like he respects, he gives a lot of respect to his artists and he gets it in return. And he fosters some sort of, like, I don't want to say community, but the atmosphere in his entertainment company, um, I don't think you see that in a lot of other companies. I mean, surely, especially not any of the other ones that aren't part of the, you know, top four or five, whatever you want to call them now. Um, there's, there's a feeling there of, him really being invested in his groups and wanting to do what's best for them and, you know, actually working with them and, you know, especially with Wonder Girls, um, 
you know, really supporting them and being with them during this comeback and making sure that they're prepared um, as opposed to, and I'm sorry, I don't, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to get on YG here, but someone like YG who says, yeah, Tony was coming back at some point, duh, um, I, Icon's going to debut after Big Bang is done with their whole thing, duh. and nobody believes him. Because the fact is, the artists themselves don't even know when they're coming back half the time. So, I there's a level of trust there. So I've, I've done, I've, I've rambled enough. Kiara is the other wonderful here. I, what do you, what do you want to say? What do you need to, to say? Listen, <laughs> I was on the train on my way home when. I, I saw Sunmi's teaser because I wasn't able to, because it came out while I was at work, so I couldn't watch it. So I finally was able to watch it while I was on my way home, and legit, I was ready to start crying on the train. <laughs> like, I was tearing up, like, my emotions got to me, and I'm like, no, Kiara, hold it in, hold it in, because the moment the music started playing, and then you see Sunmi with that bath, like... My heart just like I was like, oh my god, and I was just <laughs> emotional, and I was very happy. And then watching the other girls' teasers as well made me just extremely happy, very emotional. And especially seeing uh, Lim because we definitely yeah, she worked that guitar. I was like, wow. Yeah, you definitely see a growth with her, and she, from what I'm seeing, she's with a lot of people, because a lot of people were expecting her to do something, her teaser might be cutesy, or maybe, like, they weren't expecting her to play, like, the guitar, they probably, they thought, a lot of people thought she was going to play the acoustic guitar or something like that. Yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> she did her thing, and, I don't know, just, I'm so excited because I'm. You've been. I almost fainted when I saw you. Been just seeing her again. She's. She's. She oh is my. God. My. Okay. If Top is my dear future husband, Yubin is my dear future wife. They're my two like K-pop. They're my K-pop king and queen. I love them so much. Yubin, she still has it. Like I remember when they used to do those polls for like all. Oh, what are the top? You know, sexiest idols or whatever. Mm -hmm. You, Yubin would always win the female category, always, because she was just, she's just that fine, and no, one, and still no one can beat that yet. Sorry. Playing drums, playing drums. Uh, so fine, and that wick she does. Oh my god, that kills everyone. It kills me. <laughs> oh Did you see it? Did you see that wink? <laughs> <laughs> and then the um oh, and and then the like uh the the uh the drumstick choreography she was doing. She's twirling the drumsticks and like I mean they really like were like, okay, you know what? Obviously you're gonna want us to prove that we know how to play these instruments. So you know what? We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. And then we're gonna show you that we can play. And then we can do it. Interestingly enough, like when Sunmi's teaser was released, there were people who were trying to say, Oh, that's not she doesn't no, she's not actually playing and blah blah blah. When the end, it, it's well, of course it, it's recorded by Sunmi. Like and yeah, what like I don't okay whatever people people just want to hate just to hate. Well, obviously in the video itself, she's not playing. I mean, but and I mean I I know some people have been kind of. I mean, it's obvious that there's going to be some issues with 
the actual, um, like, whenever they do perform on the music shows, just because of the fact... Yeah, no, they're definitely, like, even, like, CN Blue and FT Island, like, they don't get, they don't play live unless they pre-record it early, 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 way before anybody else pre-records, which is, like, 3, 4 in the morning. Because yeah. That's what, that's what I remember FT Island had to do for their last comeback. Like, they're, I remember for one of the shows, they had to pre-record at, like, 3 in the morning, um, just because it takes so much time to set up and everything, because these music shows just do not cater to having live instruments, so yeah. Although I could see JYP getting them to make an exception for the girls or do something like with uh, you said FT Island or CM Blue did, where they you know get things ready yeah. like really early, just well, because it's them. But yeah, I mean, well, there's also like the sketchbook on uh, that music show. Um, you know, they'll most likely. Oh yeah, they'll definitely there. go on there. So I mean, I'm just excited. Okay, because I know a lot of people are kind of like half people are feeling. Well, they're really hoping. They're they're worried that the, we have these cool teasers and then the song will be different. Blah blah blah. But people gotta realize these are instrument teasers. These are just to sh showcase their abilities with their instruments. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not expecting the songs. There's their title songs sound anything like what they played. I don't well, know what it's going to sound yeah. like, but, I mean, we'll see. I mean, that's the thing. Like I, like I said, I, you know, I know it's, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, we all know that, and for me, like I said, regardless of what the end song actually sounds like, you know, for me, they have my respect, and, I mean, for me, I'm a wonderful, she's wonderful, so I'm just happy that they're back. I'm just happy to see them again. And that people, and you know what, you know, they're, you know, and people talk about them, but I mean, seriously, when they come back, when they do anything, they still, like, top search engines, people still care about them. And, you know, when people talk about, oh, one of the girls are dead, and this and that, I'm like, yeah, really, I was like, every time they come back, you know, they're always, like, number one, number two on search engines, because everyone's busy talking about them, and talking about, like, you know what comeback they're doing and stuff. So, I mean, you know, what other, you know, groups can you say can take three-year hiatuses and have that much impact? I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're just saying. Just saying. Yeah, okay. Well, anything, though, it's mostly been, after the teasers came out, it's mostly been, you know, positive comments. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're, well, a lot of people are very looking forward to uh, seeing their... Just seeing it completely, them being a band and everything. And I'm excited, so if you're not, we'll be who. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I do want to hear from our resident, like, non-wonderful, because she, Shannon, because technically you are a representative of, like, the general public. So as someone that is not, like, a hardcore Wonder Girls fan, like... <laughs> like, I mean, when you see the teasers and hear about them coming back as a band, I mean, do you think, what do you think about that? Do you think, do you think that's something they can pull off, or are you just, are you skeptical? Like, what? Well, I mean, Wonder Girls always puts out a jam, I'm not going to lie. I do always, I do always like the Wonder Girls songs, but I don't know. I mean, for me, I guess it was always just kind of, 
they were missing a spark for me. And I know that they are like all wonderful singers and dancers and all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's just something missing there for the Wonder Girls for me. But I mean, I'm interested to see how this is gonna work with a, a band. I mean, they've tried it before. Not this group specifically, but I mean. And so far, it's not been very well received. Like AOA Black kind of was the did all right, I guess. You know, after school has tried a drumline, and that was probably one of their better comebacks, but it didn't do very well. So I'm gonna. It'd be interesting to see if this goes over well because it is the Wonder Girls. So there is some kind of name recognition where the other two didn't really have it. But um, I really want to hear the song first because that's what's going to sell it for me more so than the members coming back themselves. Although it will be also interesting to see um, Sunmi reintegrated into the Wonder Girls. I think that was a, a good decision and a wise decision. And um, I don't know how the Korean fan... I know when she left, I think that there was some hubbub about it and her coming back, but I don't yeah, follow I them enough since, to know. I think ever since her, like, solo stuff, people have kind of forgiven her, I think. Because she's, like, I, I remember someone reads, reading somewhere, and, and I agree, someone said that now with Sohee gone and Sunye gone, she's essentially the face of the group kind of now. Yeah. Because um, especially with newer K-pop fans, I mean, she's probably a lot more recognizable than the other three. I mean, except maybe Yanni, but I mean, Yanni, you know, kind of went indie, you know, with the hat filled thing, so. <laughs> <laughs> no problem with that, but I mean, you know, Cindy, she, you know, she came out with two pretty memorable songs and videos and choreographies, so, you know, she's kind of, I mean, which, I mean, is it. Okay, I had to go back. As a long, as a long term Wonder Girl fan, I never would have thought that Cindy would eventually end up being the one that would be like kind of like I mean there's not really a front woman I guess at this point that we know of but I mean I guess when you think about the image that she has now compared to when she you know was with the group it's like a hundred and eighty degrees it's crazy yeah so, any other, anything else you want to say about the Wonder Girls, other than we can't wait to see what else they're going to do next? They should be debuting their, um, I think their song's supposed to come out, our um, album, song, EP, their music is coming out <laughs> on August 3rd, and um, I cannot wait. So, anything else you want to say, Kiara? I'm just ready. I'm ready to just play <laughs> I'm ready for them to rip off all my hair. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think it'll be interesting to see if they stick with like the retro music kind of theme that they had before when they were a non-band, um, or if they'll go with something the completely I feel different. Like you're gonna go this far to distinguish yourself in being uh, a band and stuff. I I would be very disappointed to see them go back to the retro thing because it just seems very, you know, it it, it I mean, you know, why go to the whole, you know, whole effort of learning the, the instruments and everything and then just go back and do the same thing that you were known for before when the whole, seems like the whole point of you coming back and doing this is to show yourself in a different light. So I, I hope that they do something, that, you know, different, that they have some a different song, something different, but it's still, you know, it's still a jam. It's still 
pretty awesome. So yes, and I hope they lay off the fishnets. That's one thing I do wish. <laughs> I don't know. Some people were, I saw that a lot of people were complaining about the outfits they wore in in the teasers. I didn't have a problem with them. Maybe I'm too biased, but I thought they looked great. I don't know. Look, look. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a little bit of fishnet. But when you're wearing a fishnet dress with fishnets underneath the fishnet dress, it's time to say no. That's just being extra hardcore, Shannon. Don't you know? Oh yeah. Well, all I can say is, and the fishnets don't <laughs> like you think they would breathe better, but they don't. So I'm sitting there going, "You must be hot," because I'm sure it's not like well ventilated in that room. And then you've got like double fishnets. Like, oh, I, I just I get sweaty thinking about it. Okay. Well, you're obviously speaking from experience. I've I've never. I don't. I I can't speak to experience. But I have to say, it's idols. They've probably worn more. Uncomfortable, uncomfortable stuff than that. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but okay, so we're all anticipating that. Um, another uh, thing that is uh, a lot of people are anticipating, um, kind of in in, in anticipating it. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Big Bang is uh, finishing up their maid series, and they recently announced that um, for their last part of their made series for E, it's actually going to be a G-Dragon uh, uh, top, GD top collaboration. Um, and everyone knows GD and top. Um, a while back, a few years back, had their, um, did a collaboration, did a whole album, and they had, you know, quite a few hit songs from it. And um, I remember I thought it was pretty good. A lot of people, like, really loved the album, so they're excited about that. Um, I hope that they perform um, because they didn't really they didn't really perform it for this time around for sober and if you and uh, yeah since because they've been touring but um, I hope they perform for August because I I just want to see like some Wonder Bang interaction but um, also they released a, a teaser photo and. Um, as usual, ha our boys having to do the most. Uh, it's a, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's a, uh, G Dragon and Top are both wearing like different color, like kind of old school tracksuits. And oh, they're both like standing. It looks like they're standing and they're peeing at the wall. But if you look at like G Dragon, because he's so skinny on his side, it's actually, there's a urinal. So it looks like they're, they found some back alley like, urinals somewhere and they're like standing and peeing and you I, I don't know I don't know what the point of it is if what it, if it's supposed to mean something but anyway that's the teaser photo that they released for their new project um, and um, that that's all we have for right now <laughs> Maybe they're finally getting sober. You're saying they were sober for weeks, and then you wake up um, next to a pee-covered urinal, and you go, oh, dear, I really do need to be sober. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> I don't think so if they're just peeing in back alleys. You know, I wanted to say that, even with my dear top. I'm just like, no. I know you had to go Listen, along with it, probably, because of G-Dragon, but G-Dragon stays there. You, you can't tell me you can't see G-Dragon getting a little bit too wasted and being like, we're going to all have, like, a pee party. <laughs> I can see him 
being the one. Well, in the uh, video, we liked the party. Like, he was, like, peeing in the background or something during one of the shots or something. He, he was, like, he pulled up his zipper, and he was at a urinal or something. Like, like, because the whole, like, time they said when they were shooting, we liked the party or whatever. They were all drunk. And there's this one part that's been like freeze framed and 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 screenshot and and zoomed in on and 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 analyzed by VIPs a million times where they're all kind of standing in the bathroom and singing and acting crazy and G Dragon is in the back and I think it's kind of clear he's at a urinal and he like you see him clearly like zip up like the front of his pants and then he kind of looks up like oh Oh, like, like, he didn't even realize they were, like, I guess didn't know that they were even filming at the time. Like, I, they, they must have had them, like, drunk off their ass just, like, to have, like, to be able to film them doing some of that shit. I don't know. I'm pretty I, sure that's their, like, natural state of being. Maybe. All right, maybe they have more than wine. That's what I've always thought. Like, maybe G-Dragon brought some of his special stuff. And they have some of that as well. A little brownie. <laughs> little cookies. A few roll-up papers. That's all. Uh, so, on from that, um, GD and Top, so there's nothing else about that. Um, so, everyone knows people were holding out as long as possible. But... All good things come to an end, and eventually people had to accept the fact that Tao was leaving EXO. No. But I'm so happy. <laughs> no. Um, you know, he was in, he left. He was, like, unaccounted for when they did the Love Me Right promotions, and people were still like, well, maybe he's just taking a vacation. He's just leaving. He's just going off and doing whatever. And then he, he showed up in China, and then, you know, he, they, he showed up and he... They, he was recording music, and now he has a song in MB out. So he's he's officially official official ex member of EXO. Um, another person from the Chinese line that has decided to say, "F it, I'm gone." Um, I have not seen the Zetao Tao MV. Um, you said you saw it though, Shannon. Yes, and it is so Tao. It is ridiculous. <laughs> like, it opens up, and there's a freaking snow lions, him wearing goggles, and it, like, going to, like, glaciers, and there's just tigers everywhere. Like, that's the opening. Like, it's, like, ridiculous. <laughs> it's so, so Tao. And then the lyrics, oh, my God, this boy does not know when to shut his mouth, and there's my yeah, favorite Yeah, yeah, okay. So a lot of I people, love him because he has no filter. I love him. Yeah, like a lot of people were talking about, I don't know if this is the song that he's currently promoting or this is another song, but a lot of people found out uh, they uh, translate lyrics from this song called One Heart, and basically it says, I wasted my time. I can't turn back the time to my past. I don't want to think about that anymore. One love, where? I tried to find it, but I couldn't find anything. Oh. Was the truthful heart for the mm -hmm. truthful heart? Was it the truth? Where is it? Where is it? 
Forget what's past. You tell it, Ash. You tell it. I trust my endurance. I trust my decision. Once I left, I learned what freedom was. When I left, I learned why I came back. Oh. And that is the, that is the the voice of Tao. That's <laughs> and people yeah. are like, well, obviously he's not. Uh, he's not. Everything's not smoothed over with SM or um, XO on that uh, level. But of course, um, because we can't have nice things. Uh, Kenozins are dumping all over him for daring to be Chinese and leaving an SM group. So, like he cares. He's like whatever. Right. <laughs> He's still doing like, my thing in China. What I'm super, I'm wondering what's going to happen is is his career going to actually take off in China because Chinese citizens don't like him either. Really. So, that's the one thing I was thinking because I was like, Luan seems to be doing well. Well, and, yeah, uh, Luan. Well, that's the reason that they don't like him is when he shit all over Chris when Chris left, and Chris is a huge uh, fandom. So he pissed all of those people off, and he 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 burned a lot of bridges there, and uh, he he thought about it more when he went with the, when Luan left, but he still kind of burnt some bridges there. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see whether. He can overcome it or not. If he's gonna be like, <laughs> my mouth is dumb. Don't listen to it. And like trying, because he's obviously he really wants to have a career in China, and I think he should, because if he's gonna have a career anywhere, he's gonna make it here. And I think he'll probably make it. I don't think he'll ever be as big as as Chris and Luan, who already have like movie deals and like wax statues, and it's like done. Like SM stop. Yeah, trying. I was You're surprised. Done. I was like, they went over to China and they were just like. Like Chris gets like, to have photo shoots with like the Kardashians now. Yeah, they can't come like, back. They're probably like, why the hell did we not do this sooner? Um, right. <laughs> which is why I feel like Victoria is not long for the K-pop world because I feel like it. She could. Well, I, 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 I'm sorry. I know it's a sensitive topic, Shannon, but I feel like you know she could do very well and as a Chinese, you know, entertainer celebrity. Oh, and yeah, she she has like a ton of. Um, Dramas already. Yeah, like, I mean, she's, she's already popular. she's already doing stuff. So I mean, if she just did that full time and didn't have to like be sidetracked by this FX whatever crap. Shush, shush. <laughs> this FX three whatever the heck that they're doing now. Um, listen, I, I mean, promise to come back. Don't mess it up. Listen, SM Rookies is having a concert. I don't. I know. I don't. SM I don't. Rookies Wait, is listen. having. A listen. concert. Listen, Wait, are they you, actually having an actual, to... actual concert like that? Yes, for yeah. the SM rookies. The, yes, the you SM know, rookies. the ones that are in the Mickey Mouse Club and they're doing all this stuff for the ones that people don't barely know their names, they're giving them a concert. FX never had a solo concert, right? Exactly. FX doesn't even get they a banner at the concert that they had for, X, uh, for the SM family. They don't even get a banner. Okay, uh, of course we haven't had a solo concert. You poor unfortunate <laughs> That was like that's like the quintessential like how hard it is to be an FX fan. They did like an SM Town family photo, like outside of like the, the concert. There was a banner for XO, there's a banner for Shiny, there's a banner for Girls Generation and Super Junior. And like what's what's that random the tracks or whatever? And then they had one for Super Junior M and it was in like Vietnam, but there was no FX banner. Not a one. 
something something must have gone something must have happened there. I I don't I, that I just don't understand. Like at some point, you know, people were like, "Oh, well, they're just you know taking their time," but something must have happened there for them to have not for for this kind of weird like. SM doesn't want it. FX to work. I swear to God, SM wants oh, them to fail, and so every time they sense. succeed, they what find the more ways. Putting the group together in the first place. I don't know. I think because in the end, I feel like FX. It, FX is like, you know, CSJH the Grace. Like, they're a group of, full of talented girls, and they can sing their, butt, sing their butts off and dance their butts off, but because they don't sell commercially as well as a group like others have in SM, they're kind of deemed as a failure. And it's, it's weird because, I mean, they're like the one group that doesn't have, like, a huge fan base, but normally girl groups don't get these, like, Dedicated, devoted, like that's a rarity. Like you've got like oh two girl generation. And, like, it's not a bigger fan base than tracks, right? It's but I mean, with the general public, they always win. They always. Yeah, I mean, well. that's the thing. They win on the music shows. Their songs have always done good with the public. When they did came out with Red Light, it looked like they were finally putting some effort into something, and then the whole thing with Sully happened. Like I, I, I'm like I. I feel like there's a conspiracy or something. Something weird is just going I'm on here. You, I'm telling you, it's it's Rania from After School. I've been blaming her for years, and it's 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 her. I swear to God. You know what? I'm angry at you, Shannon, because I want to be able to say that you just have something against Rania because people always <laughs> drag her. But after the shit that she's pulled, like this past week, I I I can't I can't even half-heartedly defend her anymore. So. I know. My irrational hate has turned into real. <laughs> and you're like, yes, I'm justified. Um, I told you guys years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to FX, I think, um, I don't know, I think with SM, there's always, there, every few years they're going to have that one girl group that's going to just not do it for them. Before, it was Milk or whatever other group. Well, they had more than one failed group at that time. But they had that, and then the Grace, you know, who were so great, but just never got that huge popularity, and then now FX. Is I don't know. Like, I feel like what is their standard for popularity? Like, were they trying to get them to reach? Like, I mean, what are they going to do the same thing to Red Velvet? I mean, Listen, because if you're not Girls Generation, you're a failure in SM's eyes. Apparently now, yeah. If you can't fart rainbows and bubbles and sell and break records, then you're a failure. Well, Red Velvet, watch your backs. That's all I have to say. Well, yeah, Red Velvet wasn't doing well, but that was SM's fault because they put out a four-member group, and they know it doesn't work for them. Well, see, that's the thing is that, okay, Red Velvet, Ice Cream Cake is, a, is, is like their first kind of big hit, and they were winning music shows, but I'm like, FX had consistent music show wins and consistent popular songs, but if we're putting them... SM as their standard is being Girls Generation is their standard of okay you're successful and Red Velvet isn't isn't going to be successful either. No, no. But I think Red Velvet I don't follow them very much just because I'm a bitter bitter FX fan. But I think uh, didn't they get a fan club name like this year? And no, I wanted to like. Okay. I think there was like an announcement that they would would be getting one, but I don't think they've they got one yet. Yeah. yeah. 
have, they haven't officially said anything about it. And I think maybe because they probably got a lot of backlash for it. So yeah. they probably I wanted to break things it. when EXO got one. <laughs> well, you knew EXO was going to get one. No, guess. no, because listen, the, the reasoning they gave to us about why FX never got a fan club is they were done with fan clubs after Shiny. They were not going to have them anymore because they were too much work and they were too much effort. <laughs> and it was over with. They were never going to do, like, you could have unofficial ones that were for the group, but they were never going to have an official fan cafe anymore. And they weren't going to have official colors, blah, 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 blah. Lies. All of it. Lies. You knew EXO was going to have one. That's, like, their next, that's, that's their next big cash cow. They've been pushing for those, for those boys ever since the very beginning. Before... They lied to me. You should have. I mean, Shannon, I feel bad for you, but you should have seen it coming. They lied. I don't F like liars. FM is full of lies. Secrets and lies. Um, speaking of secrets and lies, um, so Super Junior <laughs> came out with uh, their new Devil MV. Um, it got uh, some, I guess... I, from what I saw, I got fairly good reaction from uh, uh, K-pop fans on the internet, but it seems like there's been some weird stuff going around with it uh, re lately. Um, so I have, I, I'm sorry, I've seen a bunch of MVs and somehow I forgot to see the Devil MV. I saw the teaser. Um, so and which I thought was actually kind of was actually kind of cute and funny for especially for SM teaser I don't know I'm like whose idea was that because like that was way too creative for them um, but apparently people liked the MV now we're finding out some weird stuff um, SM has recently taken down the video um, because, well, the, yeah, the, actually, yeah, the performance version, sorry, the performance version, um, uh, the performance version was uploaded on YouTube on the 22nd, and was re-uploaded to the website by SM after fans realized a mistake during Heechul, uh, during one of the choruses of the song, which, uh, I saw the gif of it, and it was like, it was something where they were supposed to be doing some, like, you know, typical SM choreography where they're, like, you know, spreading their wings out like they're a bird. And, of course, Heechul's over the side, and he's doing something completely opposite of that, which is what he does anyway. So, um, I thought it was kind of weird. They said fans were commenting on the video and on the Facebook and grew concerned over SM's handling of Super Junior's release, which was... So, apparently, SM was like, I don't know what they did. I guess they edited that part out or whatever, but I thought that was, I thought that was really stupid. Um, and the fans being like, oh, my gosh, there's an error in the video. What will people think of Super Junior now? Heechul's not paying attention to the choreography. Oh, my gosh. This is something that he does all the time. Um, like, people are going to care. Uh, and also... Uh, more disturbingly for me, uh, we found out that uh, one thing I do know, even though I haven't seen the MV proper, and the Devil MV, they have a um, lead female um, in the uh, video. She is of uh, foreign descent, uh, aka Caucasian, white, 
And um, she's obviously made up to be, to kind of fit the devil theme. She's supposed to be a seductress and this and this and this. And she's, you know, she's interacting with the guys who are, you know, all in their 20s and 30s. And she looks, you know, maybe a little, in the video she looks like maybe a little younger than them, maybe 20s, 19 at the least. Then we find out she pops, this girl pops up on SNS. Turns out, she's like, yep, I'm 14 years old. And, she, yes, she's one of those people <laughs> that does not look like she's 14, especially when she's very made up. But there's pictures of her with the guys uh, specifically, like without her makeup on. She definitely does not look, she definitely looks more like her age. And also, why, SM, why the hell... Are you hiring 14-year-old girls to play the leading seductress in a music video for a boy band full of 20, 30-something-year-old guys? The right other we know from experience. Okay, you all have to do is look at Big Bang's videos and and all of their non-Korean uh, models and know that it's possible to find plenty of models there are of age to put in your videos. Why the hell are you putting someone that's not even legal, like not even barely legal, far from someone who's barely a teen, and she's up in this video, and she's being sexualized, and it's just, there's so many things wrong with it. And I just... What do you guys have to say? <sighs> this envy is just so creepy. Like, it was like, I watched it before, and I was just like, this is quintessential Super Junior with boobs. Like, there's boobs everywhere in the MV, and I was like, did this, like, I don't understand, like, do they really need girls sitting on the chairs on both sides of them in, like, shorts where you can almost see, you can tell that they're not wearing underwear and, like, a bikini top? Like, I really don't see the point of that. It does nothing to the video. It adds nothing other than, like, ooh, look at me, I got women, woohoo. But I was kind of just like, okay, well, whatever. They've hit that middle-aged boy band scene where they have to, like, tie super hard to be relevant, whatever. <laughs> and then you find out that this girl is 14, and then add the lyrics to it? This is creepy shit. Like, th this is just, like everything that's wrong with the music industry in one three-minute video. Like, and I just don't understand, like, they easily could have gotten, like, from what I understand, because I, last episode when I was talking to Kiara, there was an interesting article that came up about this recent, well, it's not really recent, but people have been noticing lately, mostly through Big Bang, people have been using non-Korean, you know, girls, and they're music videos, and um, they're talking about how there are a lot of Eastern European girls um, that come to Asia and such to get modeling jobs, or they go into modeling, and, you know, a lot of them end up in Asia, and so, um, you know, whenever, you know, they have these companies that want to, I guess, do things um, in the entertainment business, and I guess feel like they want to be like, oh, you know, we're going to try and be more, inter reach out internationally or globally, 
And to them, that means, you know, get somebody that's, you know, European, look European, or, you know, of European descent, or, you know, that looks Caucasian. So, you know, these girls are in, in high demand. So it's not like, you know, they're just getting people and they're, you know, that they don't know who they're hiring. Um, I mean, I'm... I, I think it also plays into the fact that the number one foreign prostitutes are Russians and East Asian women. Yeah, I, I heard that too. Like, there's this, there is a kind of uh, an image of um, uh, image of Eastern European women and, and such um, that of being prostitutes, of being, of course, of Western. There's a whole thing with Western. Uh, Western women of being easy, of being more sexual, of being objects, and that sort of thing. But still, I'm like, Essence, freaking know better. This is like something I would expect CCM to do, or, or, or some like smaller company that doesn't even, doesn't, you know, probably just check visas or check anything. You know, not S I mean, not SM. You think they would have people that would be paying attention to this? You know, at least if you're going to use somebody, use someone and be like, okay, we want someone that's you know a white female, you know, that's kind of you know has this look or whatever. At least check her freaking age. Like that's not difficult to do. That's just it's just so creepy because it just plays into that creepy old man, oh, that 14-year-old is seducing me because she's just sitting there. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. This doesn't really help Super Junior at all. I mean, as far as, you know, you're talking about the whole creepy old man vibe, and they were going to drop uh, a preteen in, in there. Like, that that doesn't help with things. It's right. A, and, and, like, if you, like, obviously they thought she looked too young. Because if you look at the pictures of her hanging out with Super Junior, like, she looks like she's, like, top 16. Yeah, with, yeah without the makeup, she looks a lot so younger. clearly they knew that they had to make her look older. It's like, so why not just hire somebody that's, like, it just creeps me out that you're going to hire a girl who's 14, you're going to dress her and do her makeup so that she looks older. You're going to sing a song and put her in a music video about a temptress trying to seduce you against your will. And you were all like 30 years old. Like that's just, that's just, ugh. Ugh. It's just, you know what's, you know what's even kind of, I saw that apparently, uh, he took himself said that her mom is like the same age as him. Oh. <laughs> Who is the girl, the the model in the music video? Her mm -hmm. mom's is the same age as Etook, like about the same age. Uh, so she's, her mom's like thirty-four. Oh, I didn't realize Etook was that old. But I mean, he's it's somewhere not, in not his thirties. Like he's but, I mean, yeah, yeah. he's, he's like gonna 31, be thirty-one, thirty-two, something like yeah, that. He was, he was born that. in like eighty-two or eighty-three, something like that. Uh, that's 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 disturbing. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, when I think about that, I'm like, she's she's a baby. I see 14-year-olds, right? I'm like, those are babies. That's My little sister is 15, and I'm like, bitch, look at her that way again, and I will strangle you. 
I will pop those eyeballs out with a spoon if I have to. And then there's like, I find out there's a 14-year-old. I'm like, if I have to fly all the way over to Korea and pop your balls out of their sacks so that you can't look at this girl this way no more, I will. To be fair, I will say from what we've seen from Super Junior's end, they were, one, well aware of her age and were obviously very like, okay, you know, we're not, you know, we're, we're not doing that. But... I mean, so for me, like, this is a whole other, like, management thing where they're making weird-ass decisions that don't make sense. You know, I'm pretty sure Super Junior was not like, yeah, we're, we're totally into, like, seducing this 14-year-old girl chick, whatever. Um, to And my, and it seemed to me very much like they were being very respectful and, and whatnot of, of her. But SM is... SM, I don't know what to think. Um, and now they have the SM rookies who are about the same age as this uh, as this Russian model. Okay. Poor babies, I don't even know what they signed themselves up for. Run from SM while you can. Run. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anything on the underage <laughs> video model? No? Okay. SM, you should be be ashamed. That's all I have to say. Okay. All right, here's something that actually happened last week. Uh, we did not have a show last week, so I never got around to talking about it, but I still want to talk about it now because I can't believe it happened. Okay. So this whole thing with BTS started. I'm starting from the beginning because it's been a while. Um, so they're having their TRB tour, their BTS having their tour, they're going to different places, uh, they were in Sydney and Melbourne prior to, uh, coming to New York. They did an interview with Official K Music in Melbourne. Um, they did an interview, they were asked a question, what was your first impression when you met each other? Rap Monster said, When I first saw V and J-Hope, I couldn't see them because they were too black. Yeah, when the nights get too dark, I couldn't find them. Sugar said, Well, then, when I met everyone, I didn't have any negative impressions toward them because they were all pretty nice. And, yeah. And J-Hope said, I had thought Jin was very handsome. And J-Hope and Jin high-five each other. V said, I thought Hope Young was the visual member, as he is the most handsome one. So, Rat Monster obviously said the most offensive thing there. It got around. The video was taken off. It was deleted offline. You can still see it, because people have saved it. But, I mean, officially it was deleted off of line. Uh, and a lot of people were rightfully uh, pissed off at Rat Monster. And... Um, you know, had things to say. Now, cut to their New York City concert. Uh, they were supposed to perform in New York City. It was last weekend, right? Weekend mm -hmm. before last. Yeah. Weekend okay. Yeah. Last Friday, yeah. Yeah. So... They were supposed to perform in New York City. Um, 
the New York stop of the their episode two, the Red Bullet tour at the Best Buy Theater, and it was cut short. They only got two hours of the performance before the band returned for an encore to sing one song and then uh, walk off and wave goodbye shortly after 10 p.m. Apparently, people were not expecting that and were confused. Um, did not know that it was going to be cut short. Uh, apparently, what happened that caused the concert to be cut short was during the concert, alleged threats toward Rap Monster uh, started appearing on social media. Now, this is the kind of thing we're talking about as far as threats, because as being K-pop fans, we see stuff a lot of times where people say things and say stuff and say insulting things to people and their their mamas and their daddies and their sisters and brothers to say things about them and whatever. This is on American social media. I think with it seems like largely American fans. From what I can tell, there are people on social media holding what looks like handguns. I don't know. This girl looks like she has a sniper rifle. She says she this pursuit was fake. I don't know what the hell. Uh, if it was fake or real. Doesn't really matter. And basically saying the word they were threatening, Rap Monster. And using the concert's official hashtag, hashtag BTS in New York. Um, for example, there's one of this uh, one uh, user called uh, Blue Blossom, and there's another one called Glam Gary Blue Blossom. It, uh, she wrote Namjoon Appa, better watch out, I'm coming for him, Hash, lol, hashtag TRB and NYC. And there's a picture of her looking dead straight at the camera, serious, not smiling, holding what looks like some sort of AK-47, I don't know, it looks like some sort of rifle of some sort, Did not look, it was not a, it not a handgun, um, even if it's fake. So the threats were taken seriously enough for them to cancel the fan meeting that was planned after the show, and um, staff members basically said they took the threats very seriously, um, and they... Apparently, they claimed that, you know, the police, the New York police were not involved or, you know, told about the matter or anything about that. My whole thing is, you're an American fan. You're an American, number one. We just had an incident literally yesterday, or the day before yesterday, in, where was it? Was it Tennessee? It was somewhere in the south. The movie theater shooting? Yes. Um, Not that, was it? No. It was no, there was another one. There was another theater shooting. No, there was one like just last night. Yes. This happening just as they they were finishing the court case, the one that happened... Um, two, years ago. two years ago, 
and the movie theater during the dark night. And not to mention all the other, I mean, you know, being in the U.S., unfortunately, people in other countries see us synonymous with guns and gun rights and people being shot. I mean, there are people I've heard this said before. That I think Noah's. Um, one of our podcasters, who's from sweet, who's from, um, I'm sorry. He's from Norway. He's not Swedish. Norway. Please. He's not cool enough to be Swedish. That's <laughs> I know, my job. I know, it's probably, I know it's probably getting one of the, the Scandinavian countries wrong, and then I, I apologize, Noah. But the I uncool know he, one. He's from the uncool one. <laughs> but I know he said before that he was like, I get scared because I think he said before, he's like, you know, people... You think they think they come here and, and they think people it's like the wild west here and the sad thing is as for those of us people who are listening to this podcast and that aren't American have not been here and don't know there is a subsect of Americans here that honestly would like things to be that way they would like it to be like the wild west and to walk around with you know their guns and holsters sitting at their hips and walking around in public and, you know, the claim whenever any, any kind of gun violence happens that, oh, well, if the, old, if the people that got shot, if only they had guns, then nobody would have gotten shot, I guess. Yeah, and, I mean, we have, we have a very clear gun culture problem. It's huge. So for somebody that calls himself a K-pop fan to... Pull something like this. It was this Blue Blossom and then somebody else named Glam Geary, and I don't, I never saw her, so I don't know what picture she had. To do something like that, I'm just like, BTS, whatever you think of them, whatever, they're never coming here again. You know, uh -huh. we're lucky that we have other K-pop groups, groups still willing to come here. That, you know, you always talk about, you know, we want our office to come here, we want groups to come here, and then, then you put something on social media like that, like what in the hell made you think that that was appropriate, that that, that nobody was, was going to see the issue with that, that was going to see a problem with that. I mean, honestly, if I'm surprised that the, the New York City police or nobody else was called because I think if they had wanted to go up higher in the chain of command, they could have, but they decided not to. Probably because it was just a couple of people. But honestly, I think if it was an American artist and the same thing happened, like say, if it was Ariana Grande or something. Oh, the FBI would be called so fast. Oh, yes. And she had a couple of people that came online and was saying, you know, I'm coming for you, haha, -ha, and holding up, you know, a gun, fake or real or fake. Uh, yeah, like Shane said, FBI would have been called to that. So. I mean, to me, like, I, I read that and I just couldn't believe it because to me, I was just like, I, I can't believe these people that claim to be, you know, and these are the same people that you see that claim to be such fans of, of K-pop and they understand and you just don't understand and I'm just, you know, I understand Korea so much and, you know, the, I can never date anybody because I'm so in love with, with um you know, BTS alphas, and I'm so in love with this, you know, person and that person, and then they pull crazy shit like that. I don't understand. I don't. Rap, what Rap Monster said was offensive, and he rightly got shit for it, but that kind of stuff is not the answer. And 
I, you know, I don't, and, and now that I'm thinking about it, you know, I'm wondering, like, if they were even make, if they were making fun of the situation by saying that. Because, first of all, a lot of people were offended by that. And that's, you know, something that people have a right to be offended by. You know, it's not something to be like, oh, joke, joke, you know, he better watch out. I might shoot him, ha-ha, you know, sort of thing. This is not a situation to, to either be making fun about in that way. I mean, making fun of, making light of because of what he said and making light of, of as far as what people's reactions would be to it. I mean, it's just, I, it's just found it disgusting all around. And it just, I don't know, it pissed me off. <laughs> and I forgot about it until I just looked at this stuff again, and then I was just like, I just can't believe somebody did that, and I, I just can't believe that, that that happened. So, yeah, thoughts. <laughs> and uh, it was just crazy when that, the whole thing started, because I had friends or people I knew who were going to the concert, mm -hmm. and the first tweets I started seeing were people were like, um, the ending was kind of weird, like, it's everything was, like, they stopped singing, and they just awkwardly waved to everybody, and they got off the stage, and the lights came on, and it was, people were just like, that's it? Like, because they already knew kind of, like, the set list already, because they, they already had the concert at, you know, in Sydney, you know, in Australia. Mm -hmm. Um, So they were like, that's it, I guess. And then, so, the, uh, my friend... They didn't have high touch uh, tickets because it was high touch. They, that was a special thing for certain right the high touch yeah. uh, event. So um, they left the concert already. So I guess they didn't realize what had happened until like later on. And that's when later I started seeing that the tweets started to trickle in about how oh high touch has been canceled and everything. And like and the people were like, well, why? What was going on? And then there, that's when we found. People were finding out about that tweet, and first of all, I started first started reading that she's actually from Canada. Like that's what I was reading. Like, yeah, I think it ended up being that she was the main one who was like had the picture with the gun was a foreigner, and that's why it didn't really get much further. But at the same time, it's like what the? Oh, it's it's still ridiculous. It's just like I don't understand, especially, especially if like the last couple of weeks we've had. So many shootings. So many for the most ridiculous of reasons. And it is such a huge problem in America. We have so many gun control issues to even think that that would be a funny joke. After everything that we have gone through, not only the, the last couple of weeks, but the, through the entire year and last year. Like, why would you think that would be funny? Why do you think that would be an appropriate joke? Why on earth would you... Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like... This is not something you joke about. This is something that is incredibly serious, and we have an incredibly strong problem with America, and nothing is being done about it because of politics. And I don't want to get into that because it's K-pop. But to to even make light of a situation like that is like unfathomable to me. And like I know that most of these fans are like 16 and 17, but they have brain cells, and they need to start engaging them because this is ridiculous. Like it's like. I don't know, because one of the arguments, I'm like, well, they're 16, well, they're 17. I'm like, listen, when the three-year-old steals a cookie, you don't go, well, she's three. You go, the three-year-old gets the punishment that fits. And you go, you can't have any cookies anymore until you learn. If I say no, you don't get any cookies, and you're going to go sit in a timeout. Like, you don't just go, oh, well, it's three. 
like, you don't just, oh, well, this situation. Like, this is a huge deal. Like, yes, it was a toy gun. Yes, she was in Canada. Yes, she's underage. But this is a serious problem that we have in America, and, and to make light of it or to use it as, as a joke and pretend like there are no serious consequences for actions like this is just not acceptable to me. Like, there needs to be repercussions for this, even if it's just a drag her ass to jail for 24 hours and scare the shit out of her. Like, something needs to to happen from this, because it's, it just blows my mind. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I mean, I, it makes more sense to me, I guess, as far as the, res the reaction, the response to it, now that you guys said that she was Canadian, because I was thinking, because, like I said, I was thinking, like, if this was an American artist and, you know, this happened and, you know, this was an American, you know, person on social media, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they would have the entire, you know, you know, FBI, you know, the entire New York, you know, police department out there, you know. It's so, um, and the fact that they, you know, they kind of brushed it off and, you know, mentioned it, but, I mean, BTS never mentioned it on anything, and, you know, they just kind of treat it like a, a, you know, it's just an incident. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of weird. It makes you wonder if, I mean, honestly, you know, people are like, will they come back? And but I don't know. It kind of bothers me more that people just kind of think, oh, well, you know, coming over to this part of the world is just a normal thing you have to deal with, you know, because... <laughs> We're what? such barbarians that we can't, um, apparently we don't. I think it was more like at the fact that because in the end people, it was like, well, it wasn't, you know, it was. Because the thing, that person who made that tweet, like at first she was like, oh, I was just kidding, blah, blah, blah. And then she deleted her Twitter account. So, like, I guess because nothing, in the end that person wasn't actually at the concert and, you know, or in the area. It was kind of like okay, well, it was a it was a prank, but it was a prank we took seriously, so we had to cancel, you know. And in I, the, yeah, and the hype, which and it didn't affect the next concert because at the next concert they 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 finished the whole concert and they had high touch, so it was just New York that got affected. Yeah, that's it. Well, I still say that. I mean, it's good that I feel bad for the New Yorkers who went and got, you know, a short, shortened concert and didn't get to do the high touch if they paid for it and aren't getting their money back. But um, I also say that <laughs> if this was a well-known global international group, like well-known, um, that this girl would probably either be in jail or would be facing some court charges right now. Um, so she's lucky that she only, you know, did this to BTS, and Lord knows, maybe she'll, maybe she learned something from this, so. All right, um, on to something, um, I guess maybe a little less, uh, <laughs> intense, uh, Stellar! Oh, God. So, <laughs> uh, so, we've, um, all seen... If you haven't all seen the video, we've seen enough... Please don't make your eyes watch it. Don't do not do it. If you haven't seen it, I mean, there's still... There's been enough GIFs and pictures and stuff 
I mean, going around, their MV was already like the number one K-pop MV viewed for like the week or the month or something like that. <laughs> Obvious as to why. Um, <laughs> as far as that is concerned, um, before I start talking about this whole thing, um, just you guys' initial reactions when you guys, I mean, you're, as far as when you saw the MV or the teasers or whatever. When I saw, I mean, I never saw the teasers, but when I saw the music video, my first reaction was horror um, <laughs> and disgust, and I felt really bad for the girls because I never wanted to know the exact shape their pussies were shaped, but they got it so close that I know exactly what they look like, and I was horrified because who wants that for the rest of the world to see for their life? Because I don't want that. I'm, these girls clearly don't want that because they said Marionette was horrible and traumatizing for them, and, well, we didn't get that many close-ups and crotch shots and, like, awful angles that just didn't need to happen. It just I, I went from horror to disgust to uh, I felt dirty to I felt ashamed that I had actually seen this music video to anger to wanting to break things to wanting to go over to Korea and rescue these poor girls from this company because I hate their company. Kiara, you have anything to say about the Barato? I mean, I really like Stella, and I know as a group they have a lot of struggles because they're from a small company and they don't get much attention, um, except for when you know they did the whole extreme sexy concept with Marionette, um, and then you saw the, the the care for them after they released the Mask, and then um, uh, what was the other song? Uh, Stupid. Um, uh, yeah, it's Fool. Full, um, you know, people didn't really care, and so then when they release Vibrato, you know, the interest, you know, immediately shot up again because it was another very scandalous music video. Um, as for the video, I don't think I have much to say on it because every much, pretty much has touched up on it, and I'm sure Tim is when his stuff, when his uh, speech will get released. Yes, um, for those of you that want to have, um, we'll talk about it a little bit, but uh, Tim felt uh, particularly strongly about uh, the whole issue, and so he did his own uh, individual, uh, I guess, I, I hate to steal it, steal the word from uh, the read, but I'll do it because I love the read so much. Seriously, go listen to it. It's a podcast called The Read, and it's awesome. Um, but they do, uh, part of their podcast is they weekly do reads of people. So basically anything that's bothering them, pissing them off, um, they, you know, do a takedown of. Well, Tim felt like um, he needed to do this considering Stellar. And not Stellar themselves, but more so their management. And he did a little video, and that will be going up um, along with, this podcast, so you guys can, you know, watch it before or after as many times as you want, and Tim will probably become a YouTube star afterward, um, but, <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, but, um, I don't know, I don't have much to say about the music video, I mean, it's just, it was just over extreme, and I don't think there's no, no other way to put it than that, um, as for the song, I like 
the song. The That's song the is thing. good. Yeah, That's the thing I love about Stellar is they always put out jams, and I want so much more for them because they are so much better than what their company has decided they're good for. And it's just it's like, like the song is good. I'm like, all you have to do is try to come up with something creative for them to do. You know, if you you, you can even have kept the sexy concept and made it creative as opposed to exploitative and 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 disgusting and that would have worked better than vagina imagery everywhere right oh my god and their actual vaginas everywhere that's all they seem to film oh you have boobs oh like i think I, we see more of their boobs and their vagina than we see of their face in the entire music video and the scary thing is they were supposed to do that because you know those black outfits they have with the underwear yeah. Yep. That's supposed to be the G-string outfit. Yep, and Tim was saying, I, I don't want to mention this because he did not find this out until after he did his rant, and he was very upset about that, um, <laughs> That uh, because the article came out afterward. Um, and this, this is actually the direct translation of it. Uh, it says here from Stellar, an interview that they did, at first, our company suggested us to dance in thongs. We were strongly against it because we knew it was impossible to dance in them. We thought it was a big no. We strongly told them it was impossible because the thongs would be rolled up as we dance. If they didn't consider our opinions and force us to wear them, we were going to pack our stuff and go home. We told each other that we were going to drive off. Thankfully, it settled well, so we got to dance in more clothes. And more clothes just happens to be underwear. Like, these poor girls. Like, they have said time and time again, they are not comfortable with this concept. They are not comfortable with the sexy concept. That is not what they want. It is not what they like. And to just keep seeing them be put in more and more and more horrifyingly... Dis I, don't, I don't even have words for these concepts anymore because they're just... They're ever it's ugh. not even a situation like... like some people don't like the whole sexy concept thing, and that's understandable. But at this point, it's gotten to be where it's very obvious that this is a situation where these are not girls, they're owning their sexuality, no, or they really are really like the sexy concept. They are obviously being exploited by their company and forced to perform concepts decided by older company men that they themselves find degrading. And you know, I, I mean, it. I mean, if that doesn't pretty much verify it for you, I don't know what else to say. They were thinking about just packing up and leaving. Right. And they, they were going like, to give up their dreams because this thing was too degrading for them to put up with. Like, this isn't like Nicki Minaj or Beyonce or you know somebody else or Katy Perry. You know who have. They like sexy concepts. They do sexy concepts. Or even other K-pop stars. Or even or other like, Yeah, like Hyuna or, or Hyosung, who have said constantly, like, they prefer it over the cutesy concepts. They're more comfortable with it. These girls have specifically said they don't like this. They feel awful after they perform it, these concepts and do these music shows. They feel bad about themselves. And their company is still making them do it because that's what they think will sell and that's what they've decided. They're nothing more to their company than a pair of tits and a vagina and it pisses me off so much that not only that that 
shit like this happens and it's legal, but that these girls have to keep doing this if they have any hopes of having any kind of career, which is their dream. And that's what this company is exploiting, that these girls had a dream and that these girls want this so bad that they are they will do anything that, that to to keep in their company happy. And it just pisses me off. It just makes me want to, like, ugh. I don't even have words. So angry. The only thing I just don't like, also don't like about this whole situation, is that of, because they're doing this image, you know, they're getting a lot of slut shaming. Um, but well, see, man, the thing is, them, it's the company. And yeah, but the thing is too is I've been reading those and buzz, and I know, I know, but I've been looking at some of, and the thing that I noticed is even with the like translated like comments from um, K-netizens, even then, like, you know, like you're talking about the slut-shaming stuff they used to get, they don't even get that anymore. Like, now it's just like, oh my gosh, like, it's just, it's just pity. It's just like, why won't, it's like, people feeling sorry for them. People aren't even, like, aren't even shaming them for the sexuality at this point. They're just like, why do these girls have to do this, you know? It's not even at that point anymore. It's just, it, it pity. Most <laughs> mostly like international K-pop fans than K. Actually, interestingly, is more the international fans than K-pop fan, uh, Korean fans themselves. Yeah, yeah. I think some international fans try to defend it, which I mean would work if we actually had evidence that this was like their own concept that they came up with themselves, and this wasn't something that they were told to do, and that they were initially trying to get out of, um, you know, I, but, yeah, I mean, I've seen some people try to defend it, and it, it doesn't work in this circumstance. My, my favorite comment I saw was a YouTube comment, so don't take it too seriously, but it was something along the effects of, I bet you all these people like Nicki Minaj, I don't see them complaining about that, and I was like, yes, because comparing or Stellar, who have said constantly how much they hate these concepts and they don't like them, to Nicki Minaj, who's like, fuck it, I'm going to do what I want, because I can somebody told Nicki Minaj to do something that she didn't want to do or feel comfortable doing for whatever, no matter what it was, her ass would pack up and leave. And mm -hmm. she would get off of the set. And she would leave. And she would find some other way to, you know, continue her career. Yeah. I mean, she would not... Because I feel like these girls don't have any other options, and that's the only reason they're staying, because the K-pop world is so hard to break into. It is. And especially and now that they've been established-esque to, to leave, they're too old right. to be trainees again. Yeah, you know. there's also a, um, a translated quote from them where they said somewhere, they said basically, thank you for thinking our concept is inappropriate because it's the most attention we've ever had. Ugh. Those poor babies. I just want to go over to Korea and wrap them in towel and be like, they're there. It's just, yeah. No, it's, I do. I don't, it's actually haven't gotten a lot of attention, but I've seen like photos of them like in towels like and looking like they're like they're not wearing anything under those towels for like promo for this comeback. Did this come back? Because I know, I know for Marionette they had some weird stuff, like some weird voyeuristic like teasers for that. That were just, were kind of weird pornographic esque. 
Like no, it was no, it was for this comeback because I remember it was like um, I don't know, I think it was like something with the media or something like that. But I saw photos of them and them looking what's looking like towels and like looking as as if that's all they're wearing or something like that. Ugh, poor babies. Well, the only thing I could think of is the only positive thing I can think is like I said with some of the comments that I've read they were translated and obviously that's probably a tiny fraction of what we see out there because I mean I'm only getting it from like a few places on the internet but I mean we're not seeing like I said we're not seeing we're seeing more concern than slut shaming now which is what we should be seeing is, is concern for them so maybe this will lead to I don't know, maybe something, at least to a point where, I don't know, it, it won't, because you, you get to, it's just like, I, I feel like, with, I think that the fear here is that it's going to, they're going to keep ramping it up more and more and more to try and just keep whatever um, momentum they have going, so. Well, the thing is, the sad thing is that if Vibrato does, do well or does as well as marionette or better, you know, it most likely will continue to happen. And I think that's the kind of the trouble fa their fans are in because their fans, you know, if they don't support them, they'll get even into a bigger hole, dark hole system seller will get into. But if they support it, then, then that gives the company a reason to continue it. And it gives them so, the okay that it's inappropriate. So, you know, as a fan, like, what do you do? I mean, do you I don't know because. Them or do you support them? Yeah, that is, that is, that's, that is, I mean, I can't imagine being a fan of them. And I guess I am kind of, I mean, I think, like I said, I think they make decent music. I like, I mean, I like the song that they have out now, but it's just, I mean, I feel like the only thing that would really change things is if there was, like, a big enough public outcry against how what their management was doing and I don't know if that would happen or not. But I there was enough backlash. Bring Eric him. back. <laughs> Just bring him back. Uh yeah, I wonder what happened with him. I don't they said he, like uh, he left and then Marionette happened. Yeah, like, I know he left, like, before Marionette, but I'm just wondering what happened. I mean, he put them together, and then to see them doing this, I don't know. I I don't know, but, I, I mean, at the very least, I hope, you know, maybe, maybe this will be something that will, you know, be a darker path that leads to better things in the future. I'm, I'm hoping, just for their sake. Um... You know, uh, people have had a lot of things to say about it, and like I said, um, our uh, podcaster Tim has a lot of things to say, particularly to Stellar's management. Um, but you know, I I just I wish them the best, and you know, hopefully at least they're being being taken care of in some sense. Um, speaking of other girl groups, um, after school recently popped up on social media and um, it's kind of a weird situation uh, apparently they uh, Jungha 
posted a photo on the 22nd of after school on the set of their flashback photo shoot and wrote, Our after school needs to come back as well. Every night Lizzie sends me concert videos and, <laughs> and we fall asleep like that. We're pretty cool. <laughs> hashtag after school hashtag come back. And fans are completely agreeing with her post as well as they commented, Come back after school. Come back soon, please. I want to come back any please. Um, after school last released the single First Love in June 2013. And since then has seen a change in their lineup with the um, um, the exit of first generation lineup member Juyeon following her contract expiration with Quadis. And Lizzie also recently replied to a tweet asking for after school's comeback writing, we need money to come back, but currently we don't have money. I want to come back too. <sighs> Seventeen is currently promoting. I'm hoping that maybe maybe this is this is related. Seventeen's promoting, so maybe that means that you know seventeen, if they're doing well, then so we consider after school. Pletus is broke. <laughs> Just give up all hope. Pletus is so broke. Listen, listen. Pletus like so broke that when they the only reason Seventeen debuted is because Seventeen choreographed it. Seventeen wrote the song. Seventeen arranged the song. Like if like if you look at the credits for Adore You, it is every single thing other than the person who shot the music video is a member of Seventeen. That is the only reason they got to debut. They have no money. None. They have blown it all and it is... <sighs> I picked the maybe, I picked winners. You know what? Maybe we're looking at this wrong. Maybe it would be better if Pletus does go bankrupt because maybe it will be a situation where you know some of the, like lately some of the smaller companies have been um, merging with um, some bigger ones are one smaller ones that have been doing better in merging and becoming bigger company like FNC and some of the other ones. So maybe this is something that needs to happen. Pletus needs to um, you know needs to go to go down so this Young and Kavun just need to run. Run, run, run. Uh, you know what? Before cuz I hadn't seen these um, these tweets until after I had watched the Hello Venus video, and I was laughing at how tacky and poor their company is. But I think that they made the right decision because at least their company has enough money to put out a music video. Oh gosh, isn't that sad? When because Hello Venus's company is also poor because if you look at the music video, there's no outfit changes. They dance in one room, and there's literally two cameras. That's all they got. And that's more money than Pletus can spend and afford. Oh, so, so sad. Okay. Hate so, <laughs> okay, so to lift the mood a little bit before we go, because Kiara just left. And so I want to say goodbye, Kiara. Thank you for joining us. Um, um, we won't be on for that much longer because. Um, Shannon and I are East Coast as well, so no, we yes. need to do rest as well. Um, but you said there were a couple of things that you wanted to bring up, Shannon. I'm sorry, I forgot what they were. Oh, oh, oh! I'm pretty rap star. I'm pretty rap star. coming back. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. 
I'm so happy. It's gonna be amazing. Like, ah, I'm so excited because like I've already picked out who I want to be on it, and like I'm so excited. And I know none of them are gonna be on it, but it's okay. And it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be awesome. And if they mess it up, I'm gonna be so angry because I spent an entire three months thinking I wasn't gonna get it because Mnet hates me and I'm so used to not getting what I want and everything. I love falling to shambles right in front of my eyes. So yeah. the fact that I'm gonna get what I want. <laughs> you do well. Okay. Yeah, I heard there's there's gonna be more idol rappers on this version though, or that that's that's the word, and some people are not happy about that. Um, I have a love-hate relation. It'll depend on who they pick as as rappers. Like, cause if they pick ones like Hana and 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 Lime, who were underground rappers before they gave up and went to Idol Home to get their career started, I don't think I will be so upset because both of them are incredibly talented and do write their own raps and have skills. If it's going to be more like G-Men's where I want to hear nails at a chalkboard more than I want to hear her voice. <laughs> uh, it'll be special. Like if they start picking like the minhos of the girl rap world, I'm, I'll have more problems with it. Okay. But we'll, well see. There's plenty of talented female rappers we'll that have... We actually see any of them. Hopefully yes. we will. Um, I personally would like to see Yubin on the show, but she's currently she's currently busy promoting her. <laughs> um, yes, and oh, rub it in that your group can have a comeback. <laughs> oh, I wasn't in. doing it on purpose. I'm new. I mean, it's not my fault. You tend to pick the you know underdogs. Uh, but yes, what else did were you going to say? And then Cheetah's song is going to come out in like a month, and I'm super excited for that because my baby's going to have a music video and an album, and it's going to be so pretty. I am very, I am excited to hear what Cheetah's going to do. One thing I thought was kind of, um, in, like, kind of amusing was there, like, for a while, there is, like, a lot of, there's, you see a lot of articles and stuff about, like, Cheetah. Like, there were pictures of her coming out when she had longer hair, and, you know, people were just, like, ooing and aahing, like, oh, my gosh, she looks so different, and she has a different aura about her with the long hair, and I'm like, she has short hair now, deal with it, you know? I know, the short I, hair fits her so well. I mean, like, I'm just... <laughs> like, when I see her with long hair, I'm like, well, she's pretty, but that's not Cheetah. Like, Cheetah has yeah. short, like, she rocks the short hair. Yes. I, I don't know what people have with, I mean, I guess it's it's another maybe, like, I mean, it's it's actually not even an, an, an Asian-centric. It's a global-centric thing. It's a dude long thing. Long hair. It, yeah, it's a whole thing, long hair. Grow up. Long hair is a pain in my ass. I hate long hair. You have to brush it, and you got to wash it, and then you got to hope that the wind doesn't pick it up and blow it everywhere. <sighs> and then you have to make sure it doesn't get damaged. And... Oh, my God, yes. And then you have to do the hot oil treatments, and you're sitting there for five yeah. minutes. You're like, my scalp is burning. Make it stop. <laughs> You have to make sure you don't get split ends. You have to cut all the split ends. And uh, and then if yeah. you dye your hair, then you have to get two or three boxes because, Lord help you, you can't have one box. <laughs> uh, if I ever wanted to dye my hair. <laughs> wow. I'm just thinking of all the treatments I would have to do to, to like, repair it from all of that damage. Right. Um, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, those of you who don't... Uh, 
have something wrong with Cheetah's hair. Cheetah looks awesome uh, with short hair. Uh, there should be more uh, K-pop females with short hair. Um, right, and her dramatic eye makeup. Don't be dissing that eye makeup. That eye makeup oh, is well. Like, it's yeah, so good. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. It's amazing. It's great. So I am, I'm excited for Cheetah. Is well. And I'm really, I hope that, I know that it won't happen, but I really want, like, a little cameo from Kisam, because they're, they're so cute <laughs> together, and they're, like, they really, like, I just, I love those two together. They're so adorable. Maybe I'll actually watch this one instead of just, like, picking up, like, the highlights. I have a hard time keeping up with, like, actual shows nowadays, but maybe I'll actually watch this one, even with Twice. I think it was the whole thing. Well, it was JYP's fault because Momo left, like, at the beginning, and so I was like, oh, well, no point watching this anymore. And then he yeah. brought it back at the very end, so, I mean, it was his fault if nobody watched the rest of it because of that. Mm-hmm. But Twice is doing, uh, they're actually doing, they've got a radio show, they've got a reality show, they've got, they've got a ton of stuff, so he's, he's gonna be promoting the heck out of them, um, for until their debut, so. So, anything else, Shannon, that, in the K-pop world that you've wanted to address? It's been a while, Shannon, it's been a while. Shiny is still awesome, and if you haven't seen their new CF for Baskin Robbins, you need to because it's the most fluffy, <laughs> adorable thing ever. They're on water slides, people. It's shiny on water slides. I have Can't to say, that was one thing I have to say. That is one group that you chose well on. Shiny. I know. Shiny. Lord help me. Listen, you, you don't understand the meltdown I will have when Shiny goes kaput because it's SM and it will happen someday, but I'm putting it off. I don't know. I, I feel like Shiny, maybe, well, as. Has SM ever had a guy group that has not went kaput? No. Well, Shinwa, but they would have gone kaput if SM had its way. They didn't go kaput because they walked away. Hey, that rhymed! I feel like Shiny Shiny is very, like, business-minded. Like, they're very, like, business-minded in that way. They're very smart. And I feel like if that happened, that they would be more likely to do, like, something like what Shinwa did. Like, as opposed to the whole thing. I feel like they're very business-minded. You know, like, what people got really pissed off when one of them was a key or somebody that said, you know, yeah, well, he said they're, they're business. not really friends. They're business partners, which, like, come on. If you think any one of those groups, that you're going to put five to, to nine members of the same sex in a small apartment and spend 20 Every single one of them. Even hours. In, in any group of friends, there's always going to be people that are closer to some Right. Others. That's just natural. And, and listen, then, if I had to spend 22 hours with my best friend, I'd want to strangle her. Like, you can't spend that much time with a human being seven days a week. Like, they spend like 20 to 22 hours with these people and not want to strangle them and run away from them the second you can. Like, they yeah. can be like, good friends and or like acquaintances and get along and still, like, not want to be friends. Like, I would want to be like, dude, I see you enough. I'm going out. I'm going with somebody else. Yeah. See you later. Have your own life and, and do your own thing. I mean, right. they... And besides, cool. if we didn't have that, they, you wouldn't have June and Onyu being, like, the best buddies ever and wearing each other's face socks. And it's the most adorable <laughs> thing ever. So, like I said, with that, I feel like at least... I mean, I don't know. Key seems very much, it reminds me of Heechul and that, like, he doesn't, like, I can't see him taking any mess from SM, like, I can see him dropping, like, at the first, like, thing going wrong, or telling the rest of them, look, we need, we need, we need to go. So, 
which is what, I mean, whatever, oh, also, yes, because I just thought about uh, DBSK, um, yes, you know, um, just went off to the military, so salute Another to you, two year Yano. hiatus. <laughs> two year I'm hiatus. an awful person for laughing. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, they all have to do it. To be fair, I mean, he's a celebrity, so he's probably just going to be doing desk work. But still, it's a two-year hiatus, and he's going to be doing stuff that he probably would rather not be doing. So, you know, hats off to you, you know, you know, do, do, you know doing your um, uh, obligatory, obligatory two-year military stint, and we'll see you. And um, we'll see you in two years, and, uh, you know, your fans will still be there, I'm sure. I'm surprised that Changman didn't just go in with him, because it's not like he is much of a... <laughs> That's career. like the, that would be like the fan the fantasy, right? But I feel like SM was probably like, no, you guys have to go in because that's how I feel like I think YG said Big Bang was gonna do. Like he wanted them to kind of go and stagger, stagger in, you know, because you don't want everybody in at one time. Yeah, you but there's literally two of them. What is he gonna do? Well, because then he has the other one out, so he can still do things with with Changman and still make money off of him while you knows out. Yeah, but what's Ch like Changman can only like dog whistle. What is he gonna do? He's got fans. Yeah, but he can't sing. I mean, he can, but he dog whistles. Like nobody, like nobody should be able to sing that high. <laughs> and he can't sing any lower than that. So you can't make a whole song of dog whistling. You know, I'm just saying they're looking at the profits. DBSK fans are gonna take whatever they can get at this point, and you knows out. Changman's still there, so. If they want to see DBSK, they can still see Changmin. So, yeah, you know, see the um, last, you know, remaining member that's here for a while before he goes into, into the military. And, yeah, let's bring in some more money. I mean, yeah. that's all I, I feel looking at it. I mean, listen, listen, DBSK fans are just going to be focused on the military because Jay Chong and Yoon Ho are in the military at the same time, but whoever thought that oh, that was a good idea, like... yeah. Like, just, just throw Changmin in there at that point. Just I don't like, just get it over with. Done. Done. going into the uh, army? I can smell the fanfic cooking. Oh, God. They're going to meet in a military camp <laughs> and have a heated they're gonna, argument. They're going to reconcile. They're going to fall on the table and have sex. Listen. <laughs> no, it's just going to be... There's got to be build-up first, Shannon. Okay. Yeah, they're going to have the argument and they're going to push each other. They're slowly going to, like... They're slowly, you know, going to go a while before they realize they're both in the same unit or whatever, oh and then God. slowly begin to reconcile all of those years of, of like, pent-up, like, anger and emotion at what happened to DBSK, and, oh, man, if I was a fanfic writer, I would totally do that, <laughs> but um, I, I don't, I, I've never, I never have, so I, unfortunately, somebody else will have to take that over for me, but, um, yeah, and, like I said, big thing. Ah, the UNG dragon goes into the military. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That'll be a wonderful day. <laughs> I wonder if... He, I wonder if he... I, you know what? I could see him finding a way out of that. And yeah, he's gonna fail the drug test. <laughs> His two years will be in jail. Count good enough. Okay. Before we get cussed out, Anything else, Shannon? 
<laughs> Anything else you want to like, mention? Uh, oh, I secrets. listened to the new G Friends song, and that was cute. Oh, yeah. Did you, oh, you okay. that? Did you like it? I liked it. I did, I did too. Like, I feel like I shouldn't like it, but I, I do. It's like old school A Pink, like A Pink when they first came out. Yeah. It's, cute. yeah. it's fluffy. I like cute and fluffy. And they actually are like, they actually have like choreography. Which you don't, do. I mean, don't even see that, like, in girl groups anymore. But what like, was with the knee pad? I don't know. I just assumed one of the girls, like, maybe messed up her knee or something, and so that she was... She had a coordinated knee pad for every outfit, and I was a little weirded out by that. I, like I said, I just assumed maybe she messed up her knee, and so that was their way of, like, you know, I just thought she was, like, a murderer so that they could pick her out and make sure they knew where she was at all times. That's what I would do. I'd be like, here, wear this knee pad. I think my I think my explanation makes more sense, but okay. Yeah, but um I I I don't know, I like it. I mean, it's a, this is exactly the type of thing that Tim would hate because he hates cutesy concepts. Yes. And I don't love all cutesy concepts, but I mean I do like like I said, some of the stuff I I like the throwback stuff because first of all it makes me feel thirteen again. Mm-hmm. And then um like I said yeah, I, I feel like I'm listening to like old school spice girls and I'm like la 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 <laughs> And then I like I said again, I appreciate the choreography, you know, even though I mean when I I was like I watched a video of them on like in countdown and like when people are cheering when you're doing like leapfrog choreography, I mean I mean, you know. And I think the two concept fits them better because they are like 15 and 16. Like, it's a little weird when, like, the 24 and 25 year olds do this kind of concept. Mm. But they they are. They're just that. They are like high school girls. And I think it's better for them to be doing this than stellar concepts. Well, yeah. I mean, even, I mean, I think even, like, even, like, it's what in South Korea, if they were doing something like that, somebody would be. Listen, listen. Do you not remember what's that name, that band that was all. Um, foreigners. They were all halfsies. Uh, are you talking about Chocolate? Yeah. Do you not remember t- Black Tinkerbell? Like, that was a great jam. But those girls were still, like, 14 and 15 when they filmed that. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that being overtly sexual, but maybe... I I, I don't know. I don't I mean, remember... Well, it's not stellar. It. I mean, it, I don't think anything gets close to that, but it was like... It was like, um... They're chair dancing. Um, they're like s- covered in water and drenched, and that clothing is like, like, uh, uh, these girls are like 15. Um, you would not be doing this if they were whole, like, if they were like actually Korean. <laughs> what is this? Well, you know what's interesting is, um, do you pay attention to any like, uh, non Korean girl groups? Like, say, well, I know I, you've heard me mention Little Mix, but you know, yes. Fifth Harmony. Yes. Yeah. So they have that song worth it, you know, and they and that's and their their stuff is pretty like sexual and everything. Everyone's of age now. But when they originally shot the music video and everything for it, two of their members were underage. Were like both two of their members were like seventeen or sixteen or something. So like like especially the one that looks younger, she she's she She's 18, but she actually looks like she's 16 or something. So she, like, looks the youngest in addition to that. And she has this line where she's like, I don't like it soft. I like it rough or something like that, which yeah. makes it even more skeeved out. And, you know, some people had things to say about that, but, you know, nobody got in trouble for it. Um, so 
The only thing is, like, when they're on, like, Disney Channel or something, you know, they have to, like, cut out that line verse. And, but, I mean, that's the only thing that happens to them. Yeah. Well, and then you came back. They're awesome. fluffy, and they're my pretty little babies. And none looks so good with her new hair. It's so pretty. Who are you talking about? None with a pink. I switch topics. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I, I do oh. that. Oh well, you were you were mentioning if you just said a pink, but you mentioned one of them by name, so I was like, who? So <laughs> I don't know them all. By listen, listen. I kind of like their song too. It's a little mellow for me. There's but... four. There's really only four members you have to care about. I know NG. Gotta know NG. And you then, have to know Bommy because she has the best smokers yeah, I know, laugh. I know Bommy. Okay, I've heard of Bommy. <laughs> You've got to know Namju because she is like ridiculously awkward, but in like the I don't care and I'm just going to go with it kind of way. <laughs> and then there's Noan, who just looks totally petrified and horrified that she's in the band. She's <laughs> like, you guys are all weirdos. How did this happen? <laughs> and, then she's just so, and then she like joins in and she looks horrified that she joined in. She's like, oh God, you made me do this. Oh God. I, I saw a video of them like um um of like uh interact of them interacting with Mama Moo one time and that made me like them a lot so And they're any, fluffy. Any, anybody interacting with Mama Moo makes me Oh my gosh What if Mama Moo and Wonder Girls meet somehow? What if they have like a I Twilight Zone moment where like Wonder Girls like goes na 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 and like passes all their retro off onto Mama Moo? Well, Mama Moo already took their retro, but they're not doing it anymore. I know. But what if they have, like, one of those, like, moments where, like, they do, like, the finger touch and, like, the E.T. phone home and everything yeah. is like, ah! We pass our, we pass our legacy on we to you. We pass our legacy on to you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, if they, if they, if they, like, are in the same room together, I will, like, explore this. I, I guess it's, like, when people saw Big Bang was meeting people from, like, different guy groups were, like, fangirling over them from, like, GOT7 and, like, I don't know, a bunch of the other boy groups when they were promoting, they were just, like, fainting all over them. All the guy groups were... That was pretty funny. It was. Okay. Okay, anything else? Nothing else? Nothing else? Nothing else? I know it's getting into the late hours. I know. I'm, I'm, the only thing is I am praying for one more secret comeback. I want it. I think and you'll I have I think Shannon, I will say for you, I think they will have at least one comeback. At least one. The likelihood of them renewing their contracts at the end of the year is very unlikely. I'm not <laughs> even going to like try and kid myself. I mean, I'm pretty sure Hyosung will resign with them because she's an idiot and she should go to another company, but she'll <laughs> resign. And she'll have solo careers. And June will probably resign because she's an idiot. She knows she could go to another company. Uh, Sunwa, who will leave. Um, she will go to an acting company because that's all she really wants. Like maybe like if one of them, her Hana leave, the others will probably. Well, they'll. And I, well, I don't see TS resigning Hana. I just I don't. I mean, why? Uh, she's an amazingly talented, but she has no fan base. She is the only one that has done literally nothing in like outside of solo promotions in like two years. Like. Hyosung has solo promotions. Jiyun has solo promotions. Hana has been, I mean, um, Sunwa has been acting. Oh. Hana has literally just been I was like, I getting plastic surgery. Like, I was like, I haven't heard of her, but then if she's been acting, then 
I don't know. Yeah, Sunwa has, like, she took off recently. She was in a drama, and it went viral, and she's... Well, maybe, oh, you saying Hana, like, didn't you say maybe she should go on, um... I want her on Pretty Rap Star, because I want her on there so bad. Maybe that's what she needs. Because I think it might finally get her a fan base. Yeah. I I mean, hey... She she is, like, she's actually a talent... Like, if you ever listen to, like, the one solo song that T.S. just kind of threw at her, um, on their first album, like, amazing her it's actually really really good and she wrote it herself and like well i know on their older songs i used to like her parts the best so you know i i mean that's kind of sad because i i remember in their when i followed them before they did you know shy boy and started going cutesy i like their older stuff and when she had you know rap her rap parts in the song i was like kind of in so Oh, and also, congratulations to Dara. Got her first lead in a Korean movie. So uh, that's one member of 21 other than CL that's getting work. So, yay. And I think that's it, if nothing else. I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it for this week. But thank you so much for joining us this week, Shannon. I hope to see you in following weeks. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To talk more about K-pop, and um, also thank you, Kiara, for joining us. Yes. And um, also, um, we also want to give a shout out to Tim, who is going to be out for a little bit. But he, like I said, um, be sure to check out his rant about Stellar. That will go up at the same time as his podcast. So if you check our Twitter. Feed and SoundCloud. You, um, well, not SoundCloud, but if you check our Twitter feed, um, it will definitely be up there for those of you that want to check that. So, um, also, um, don't forget to, uh, if you want to check us out, Twitter. It's at n y a n n y a n Edison's at Twitter, and uh, you can email us at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. Uh, Shannon runs the Twitter. I mean, not the Twitter, the Tumblr. The Tumblr. The Tumblr on um, for not your average netizens. Which is and basically just an own you like appreciation post. Well, with basically whatever comes out of your mind. It seems like whatever yeah. at any given moment. And then also we have a website uh, that uh, has our um, post. Uh, we post our uh, weekly, bi-weekly. Uh, our podcast as well, which is uh, Squarespace um, dot not your average netizens. So um, be sure to check us out there. Uh, If you have any questions, um, feel free to um, always, uh, you know, contact us on our Twitter or Gmail. We always check our email. Uh, We also post on Amona They Didn't for those of you that uh, are members there, look there, post there. Um, we also um, post our uh, podcast there, and we have uh, podcasters there, also members there as well. Tim uh, usually checks our threads, and um, he's very active there, so um, that's a good place as well to get in contact with us if you have any questions or comments. So, yes, thank you for um, listening to another podcast. And um, we shall see you guys next time. Next time. Next week, maybe. Craziness. <laughs> Hopefully next time. I know, there's so much craziness. It's, it's summertime, and it's like 
it's, we've got that one month left, so like everyone's racing to like get all their vacation time in. So yes, mm -hmm. thank you for joining us, Shannon. Bedtime. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right. I will see you. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye, Shannon. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.